right? Hey, hey, hey. 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 Is it like an intro song? That's the intro song. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Hey, hey. That's why my voice is so hoarse, because I sing like this every episode. (laughs) It's called Hey, Hey instead of How Come. Yep. How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, baby, I believe these guests can help. Cause I can't do it by myself. I wanna just. Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, Welcome hey. back to How Come. Um, it is lovely to be with you this afternoon or morning or middle of the night, wherever you're listening mm-hmm. and whenever. Um, today's topic, it has to do with sex and wellness because a lot of our sex and wellness has been affected by it. Um, but you might not think that. Um, it's something that we all do every day, and a lot of documentaries recently have come out exposing the dark worlds of what it is, and it's social media. Woo-hoo. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. Charlotte's here, as always. Charlotte has studied um, psychology extensively. That was your major, right, Charlotte? Oh, wow. Sure was. You kind of know all about the pros and the cons of social yeah. from a brain perspective. Sure. And we're also going to be talking to some experts. Kirill of the Slut Whisperer Instagram page is here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, and then Thank uh, you. she's a comedian. She's my friend. She's a self-proclaimed thought yep. and uh, an Instagram hoe. Give it up for oh the wonderful God. Jax Deloso. First of all, it's satire, Remy. Yes. Jesus Christ. What is the thought? That hoe, hoe over, over there. there. Yeah. That's what it stands for? Yeah. That yeah. hoe over there. I am over here, so oh. yes, it all adds up. That hoe over there. I don't know why I thought it. Wow, you learn something new every day. Yes, I don't know what I thought it meant, but I didn't think it meant that. <laughs> I'm so surprised that we know something in like pop culture that you don't. I don't know much about so pop culture. Cu- I'm what? so really? out of the loop. Oh yeah. Well, we just saw American Meme, which you starred in, amongst other yes, people. amongst, amongst others. the fat Jew and Paris Hilton and uh, Brittany Furlong. Furlong, yeah. And it was basically all about social media and how dark and twisty it can get. It can get, yeah. Well, that's yeah. like the key word and what I think is super interesting is basically how many times have you heard of like the negative effects of social media? Your self-esteem goes in the shitter. Yeah. You know, depression skyrockets. But there are some like super interesting articles about how social media in and of itself isn't either negative or positive it's really how you how use you it use right it. Yeah. Yeah. so like so this episode's gonna be how can you use it better and stop being so fucking depressed yeah yeah, yeah just stop lying right like that's like mm-hmm. everyone just lies on social media that's mm-hmm. like you lying in your own journal like you're just lying to yourself right, right? Mm. so like that's all social media i Obviously, when you go to someone's house and they have photos of their family, they're not putting up sad photos. So they're putting up the happy moments, Mm -hmm. which is understandable. And I guess that's kind of what social media is. But it's we're on it so much that we do just lie. Mm -hmm. Like everyone's just no one. And then when someone does get real, you're just like, you know, like when someone's like, oh, like my cat died and blah, 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 blah. And and you're just like, why are you putting this on social media? Have you been reading Remy's Facebook? I mean, me and Jax are the queens of subtweets, mental Mm -hmm. breakdowns, um, Instagram stories, crying. Sometimes people love that. Oh, that's all you, bitch. I've never cried in an Instagram story. Like, like we all, you you all fabricate this life on social media, usually. Like, look Mm -hmm. how much fun I'm having on vacation. Look Mm -hmm. how much. So, you know what I mean? 
Well, it's, it's who you look at, too, because if it's your good friend mm-hmm. or someone who has a similar day-to-day as you, people tend to like those accounts more and right. feel better about themselves when they see those mm-hmm. versus someone who is just showing, like, yachts and all that, right. that kind of lifestyle where they're not able to relate. Their mm-hmm. self-esteem goes in the yeah. toilet. So basically, if you follow other people, your self-esteem is going to be pretty shitty usually, <laughs> just scrolling and spending all your time that way. But if you look at your own stuff... Your self-esteem goes up. Like, I don't really scroll much. I just post my own stuff and dip. See, I'm the most unhealthy person on social media. and I mean, besides people who are verifiably like... I mean, Jax Mm -hmm. too. Jax and I are in a group called ThoughtBots. Okay, I'm going to Th- oh, okay. yeah, expose us. Okay. okay, no, 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 good, because this okay. is a good thing. Yeah. This is a good thing yes, so yes, that yes. you people know. Yes, yes. Thought you know thoughts. how people, they'll post a photo and suddenly they've got so many comments and you're like, oh, she's so well-liked and mm-hmm. like, oh, I wish I was well-liked. Well, guess what? It's <laughs> fucking fake. <laughs> well, it's half-fake <laughs> and it's, it's the ones that fake. comment on every comment to inflate right. that number too. Yes. It's like someone will, it. someone will write like, oh my God, so beautiful. And you're like, oh my God, thanks, miss you so much. It's like, cool, now that's two comments. Exactly. Right. It's, yeah. it's engagement, but, but I, I created the group on Instagram mm-hmm. because I wanted my friends and people, like accounts who I'm looking at and I'm like, this account should have more of a following. Why mm-hmm. does it not? And of course, all the algorithms make it so now your posts aren't being delivered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of so it's just a thing. So what I did is I just put all those accounts in a little group chat and I'm like, like, okay, when you post a picture, let us know first. And then as soon as it posts, boom, 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 you got 10 comments. That's engagement. They're going to boost your post now to the top of the feed. Yeah, of course. You get me, I get you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was happening. I thought that there was just people, like, I used to stalk my boyfriend's <laughs> ex and be like, oh my God, she's got so many amazing friends. Like, mm-hmm. no, they're the same people every time. She's probably in a similar group. Yeah, yeah but I'm also, like, I've been in, like, situations with a bunch of girlfriends and one of them will post a photo mm-hmm. and then she'll be like all right guys can you all go like it now and yeah. i'm like Michelle. i really want, like i just want to strangle you like yeah. stop that's yeah. social media rape yeah. <laughs> like yes, i'll like it when i want to you know what happened i don't know if i ever talked about this we went um to this sex party for one of the episodes mm-hmm. and the worst thing a person did to me at the end of the night was like give me your phone i'm gonna make you follow me on social media and, what? Then, I, and then he yeah no. very invasive very yeah. invasive very yeah. how dare that Slap is very me don't too-y. get into my instagram <laughs> right like That's if you don't have person. that boundary i don't like that i wouldn't want to be in a room alone with that guy no and a bunch of ketamine i feel like it'd be <laughs> <laughs> what goes on at sex parties? Yeah. No. There was no ketamine at our sex party. It was very party. chill. Mm-mm. A little Just bit of like weed. Wine and weed, yeah. 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 I can't do, like, I would never be able to fuck in public. I, I love it. But I love what it. you do is, like, so, so. Can you explain to anybody who doesn't follow the Slut Whisperer on Instagram what your account is? Who is the Slut Whisperer? So who is? Yeah. Um, well, I'm like an onion, right? <laughs> uh, no, like, a bloomin onion. Okay. like a blooming onion. Okay, <laughs> The social media side is an extension of what I think at that moment or what I think is funny at the moment or if I find something that's funny or is sent to me. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. But Memes. it also but it also is in line with my mood. And that's it. That's really all it is. Yes, there's a lot of tits and ass because that's what my, my physical job entails. So there's a lot of content from that world yeah. where I throw parties and people get half naked and champagne everywhere. So there's that element and then there's what I would hope sometimes is some thought provoking stuff. There's, you know, the occasional fart joke. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But there are some stuff where it's just like trying to expose some shit that not as important to me, but, 
that I feel like talking about mm-hmm. through really shitty memes. Through really yeah. shit. <laughs> when I first found out about you and then found out that you guys were friends, mm-hmm. I was a little shocked because I was like, slut whisperer. He does champagne facials on tits and asses mm-hmm. and Jax is a very <laughs> feminist person mm-hmm. and you've gotten a lot yeah, of so flack for being a misogynist though. Yeah, but... No one's being forced to do anything they don't want to do, and they're yeah. buying a ticket. I'm sure we were oh, yeah. just talking about that. We were saying if if these women want to, do, if that's their idea of a good time, mm-hmm. they're seeking you out. They're coming right. out because that's what they want to do. You're buying a ticket. No, who yeah, are we to say feminist can say that's not that's how to not, be a woman? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah well, but because that's, but that's the it. other there's yeah. the other side of uh, you know they don't like to say feminism because the real feminists the 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 level headed feminists don't like being associated with the radical ones. Right, where where it's kind of like they judge the girls worse. Mm-hmm. Where they're yeah. just like, they need to save them from themselves. Yeah. yeah. Right. And it's like, and that's where you run into that argument where every, you know, women like to say that, you know, every commercial you've ever seen, we're smarter than men, we're more intelligent than men, we're, we're, we have more common sense. So it's like, then why would you then go at the same time and be like, oh, but they're also helpless and we need to save them from their own thoughts and actions. Right. You know? Thoughts. 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 <laughs> Thoughts. Yeah, I, um, it's it's really weird, like the dynamic of your parties, because I would assume that I would assume it was different. Like if it was my first time going to one, I would think that from the way people paint you, I mean, yeah. that you're this like <laughs> like this troll who's I just mean, going around just being like open wide, bitch. You know, like <laughs> open that butthole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, deep and wide, bitch. No, it's. <laughs> He, it's so funny. Like he'll just be standing there, and he gets rushed by crap, like groups of women, and they're like, "Oh my god, Kareel, please, can I get a can I get a facial later, please, right. please?" And it's like, get in line, and that's to them fun. Like that is their big night out. They waited for this. Like yeah. they are excited for this, and he, they love him. Like totally. it's just. I, don't I know, actually, weird, there's dude. this funny thing <laughs> that I retweeted the other day. Uh, Stephanie Hamill works at Fox News, and she said, "In the era of Me Too, how exactly does this empower women?" Um, at Cardi B, and you know, tag this video at Cardi wow. B of all these women shaking their dude, asses. Dude, if I want to wait, wait, wait. Myself- Cardi B says it says to women that I can wear and not wear whatever I want, do whatever I want, and that no still means no. So Stephanie, chime in. If I twerk and be half naked, does that mean I deserve to get raped and molested? I want to know what a conservative woman like you thinks. Hmm, Cardi B. I love her. Slap back. Oh my God. (laughs) That's exactly right. Like if you want to go be a hoe, if you want to get a champagne enema on stage, (laughs) you Mm -hmm. do that, girl. Is that what, uh, have you done champagne enemas? I poured champagne in a butthole. In a butthole. Right in a BH? Was it a pour or a shoot? Was she upside Twice. down? How was the gravity situation? There's one she where... <laughs> she didn't poop. She, she poop. did poop, she but just poop. maybe we not at that moment. We poured it into a butthole. We have. <laughs> poured it into a butthole. Oh, yeah. okay. Have you opened hole and stuck oh, butthole? Bottle? I have not. Bottle into butthole. A girl did it to her friend. Wow. In Long Island about four years ago. Oh, okay. my God. Yeah. They sound close. That's so sweet. That's, that's a very intimate moment. <laughs> you know. But where's the line between Krill and where's the slut was Yeah, there? there's a line in American Meme mm-hmm. where I think you said, like, you're like, yeah, I'm not actually this guy. But, like, you're doing all the actions of this guy. Yeah, it's the same way that Andrew Dice Clay isn't Andrew Dice Clay, yeah. but he's Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah, it's yeah. It's still in there. Lisa Lampanelli's Lisa Lampanelli, but not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm there, yeah. but I'm, it's, an, it's a character. It's an exaggerated, yeah. concentrated version of me. Mm-hmm. Like right. you're getting what you're you're paying for. It's like a comedian, right? Like 100%. you guys are 100, yeah. hopefully honest on stage, but it is an exaggerated act. 
you know. Yeah. What's interesting is I've noticed most comedians are pretty bad at social media. Yeah, they are. Like the most well-known ones that we know like are very easy to access on social mm-hmm. media because they have no follower. Like yeah. they're yeah. that's not how they got mm-hmm. famous. They got famous doing clubs and getting spot. It's like yeah, and then, it's then there's a real the few skill. stars yeah. that do it, like Dane yeah. Cook being one of the first. You to... love Dane Cook. I have no issue with Dane. No, we <laughs> used to love Dane no, Cook. No, no. I used I to love him great. too. Our yeah. Yeah. Swallowed was our shit. I yeah. used to listen to great. it on like, my He's a iPod. Great naughty, naughty Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh no, Kool-Aid man. Yeah. Oh no. Get back in the fiery water. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he got a lot of shit for it, right? Because he skipped X amount of steps to stardom. Is that how he got famous? My social? MySpace. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. And every comic that wasn't his boy mm-hmm. was like, yo, you skipped the following steps in the comedy world yeah. that you need to hit. Yeah. Like, you went from being just a guy in a club to a guy selling out MSG. Yeah, haters. Right. You know, and there's yeah. like, People who are like, well, you didn't do this, you didn't do that. You know, you know, comics are very protective. See, that's crap. interesting mm-hmm. to me though because we never knew that. We just thought of here's this guy with this awesome quotable material. Yeah, you know, and we genuinely liked it. So I think that's the proof in the pudding. Is mm-hmm. once you get into the room, can you deliver? Deliver? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think a lot of comedians also resent the fact that like going like I have this jokes just as good as him. Mm. I'm just as good as him at MSG. Why didn't I? think of that or get that opportunity or you know yeah and oh look at this young kid oh and he's mm-hmm. hot and uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's like all the shit like that's an easy he's an easy person to hate yeah mm-hmm. Very how easy do you person how does one because i'm i suck at social and it literally plagues me like i i'm always like i'm not getting enough likes or whatever you like suck, though you don't think I, I suck i don't think you suck i think there are things that you can do differently mm. to get more of a result but i don't think you suck at it i think you're pretty good good at it how did you guys get so like especially you like you blew the fuck up. i had so 2009 is when everything kind of started i for i left college to work at caroline's i wanted to be a disney animator hated every minute of animation new graphic design um somehow through a friend who ran comedy shows um I had a video camera and i was like i'll come record the shows like Mm -hmm. i just want to get in somehow because i'm obsessed with stand-up and I just filmed the shows, and this was, you know, the era of like Patrice, uh, yeah. Bobby Kelly, all those New York, the cellar kids from like 2000 fucking uh, four. So I just filmed all these guys and made as many connections, and then got into Caroline's. They needed a graphic designer. Then went to like comics when that opened, and then I got sucked into nightlife because I met this kid who was a DJ, and he was like, "Look, uh, we were both piss broke." I was like, I can feed you at the comedy club because they don't pay me shit so I can do whatever I want here. Mm -hmm. So I fed him and then at night we'd go out drinking while he was DJing. And then I had a camera and I was like, all right, well, there's nothing for me to do at this nightclub. I guess I'll just take photos for fun. And I took a bunch of photos and everyone started asking me where they're going to be. So I was like, all right, I guess I got to do something. Got to make a website. my new project. (laughs) And thought of a thousand names, settled on Kirill was here, built out a site. And I was like, at night, I remember that this is going to be Batman clubbing. Then I grew up here. Like I, it was like a thing. And this was before, right when Twitter was just starting, and that was the only social media besides Facebook. Mm -hmm. So all my photos in New York nightlife scene, everyone used mine as the profile photo because I had my little watermark. Everyone that went out, Mm -hmm. somehow they had a crew was here. I remember picture (laughs) everywhere. 
It's um, kind of like a tag of like I party. I'm at a certain yeah, level, exactly. In the and social then at this status. time, I had my site, and the site was cranking. Like it was doing close to like a hundred thousand mm-hmm. views a day. Mm. So when you have that kind of attention on you, you can transition into Twitter. Once Twitter came out, I was like, oh, here's my Twitter, mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah. So I would go on tour with DJs. Because now DJs were like, okay, he's made a name for himself. I want Kirill to document my tour. Mm-hmm. Most DJs pay dog shit because they just don't want to pay you. Like okay. guy like Tiesto, who's making hundreds of thousands of dollars a night. I might have walked away making like 200 bucks. Seriously? But, but that's how much they pay. Tiesto, but but Bro. But that was my fault. But I was like, cool, you're not going to pay me more. I'm going to get something else out of you. I mm. want – if we're going to do this tour – I want one tweet up top that says, can't wait to bring Kirill on tour. Mm. Two tweets throughout the tour Smart. and one at the end. Wow, yeah. And then you get co-signed. Because mm-hmm. I'd rather, like if someone's like, if he was like, I'll pay you a thousand bucks, but no shout out, I'd be like, I'll take the 200. Exactly. Give me the co-sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that grew. That's grew. what then a lot of this pe- shit is too, is like, yes. you don't realize like, have a lot like, of people sacrifice. aren't making a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Like they're just trying to get popular first like an app like yeah. twitter didn't worry about how to make money from the beginning they yeah. just wanted to be popular mm-hmm. yes Look, it's like that thousand dollars he could have paid me would have changed my life then mm-hmm. for a week right like how like what am i gonna a thousand dollars isn't gonna get you anywhere but having him co-sign you now it's his entire rolodex sees that mm-hmm. and you don't know what opportunities will come from there and they did yeah and then you you made uh, Nas Instagram. photos. Yeah, yeah, so I was on it. I don't. I probably was. so I've had like twelve, twenty Instagram accounts mm-hmm. at this point. But because all of the canceling you had just been deleting and deleting and deleting. And after a while, deleting. I kind of you know the the loyal followers I had from the site through Twitter to Instagram, they would just repopulate every time I would. So anytime I started a new Instagram, I would go in the bat with thirty thousand probably followers mm-hmm. instantly because they would be like, "Oh, Crow's got a new Instagram. Let's all go." Yeah. So it was easy to to get the foundation because I had the years of building them on other yeah, platforms, yeah. and then after that, it kind of snowballed. And this was during like <laughs> what I like to call like the meme arms race. Where yeah, it was like Fat Jew and Fuck Jerry just all day fighting yeah, for totally. who's number one. Before there was like 7,000 quote unquote meme accounts. It was Fat Jew and Fuck Jerry. And I would have like my dumb tweets I would throw up on there. And luckily and it was sheer coincidence. Like Fat Jew and Josh and I are, are pretty good friends. Yeah. And we were kind of really much closer back then. He would constantly repost me anything I would do. Mm-hmm. So he kind of really beefed me up. And after that, it's just like snowball effect, right? Like anything you do, more and more people are going to yeah. come into. Yeah. That's basically it. It's like you have to be there for the team. I think yeah. that's my problem is I'm not willing to give other people that much support until like our group. Yes. Yes. But I, I like your growth, Remy. You've grown. <laughs> I've you grown. You went from like, no, I will not like your post, bitch, to like, I'll like it, but do not make an enemy out of me. <laughs> I literally said literally. that to someone. Did you really? I was... Yeah, I'm so bad. What's the social media oh my God, drama? Yes, there is. Post, Do you have like, like a certain drama. amount of likes you can give out in a day? I don't think so. Oh, okay. no. oh yeah, I rarely are. like share. Sure. No, see, my I'll thing was in the out. beginning, I, I just wanted to be genuine. I wanted mm-hmm. everybody to get what they actually deserved right. on the post. And it's I meritocracy. really, yeah. I wanted it to be like stand up that like mm-hmm. if you go out and you're funny, people laugh. That's the thing. If not, you mm-hmm. should bomb. I got really <laughs> resentful yeah. of people putting up the same fucking photos and getting beauty, gorgeous, whatever, just because they were in this thing. You know, like I always think that there should be an app where 
it's a 24 hour cycle. Yeah. You post whatever you want to fucking post, but mm-hmm. nobody sees who the post is. They just like whatever it is. And then at the end of the day, then you can see whose it was because mm. then there's no bias. It's not like, oh, Jax is making that yeah. joke. It's just on the merit. That's actually a cool idea. Yeah. You should do that. You should make that an app. Maybe I should. How many Everyone people do you follow you that you that. genuinely dislike and you just watch to well, see their demise? My thing is, or my, in most my cases, Instagram knows I get more, I guess, pleasure or feed from mm. looking at people I Obsession. don't like versus really? people Addition. I do. Yeah. I spent I spend probably five minutes a day looking at other people's posts and I spend 90% of my day strategizing my own posts. And then do you think about your posts all day long? No, I don't. I, I put it out of my head. Like I think just working in social media for so long because that's what I used to do. Mm. I used to manage company social media. Mm. So I look at it from such an analytic standpoint that... Like I have no joy or really feelings whatsoever towards right. social media. So you have like media. a pretty healthy That's relationship. A healthy relationship. It's a business relationship. Throw it out. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but then where do your breakdowns come out? Because no, you do breakdowns... the way I do Instagram crying, you do Facebook. I do Facebook. But because my Facebook has no people I don't know on it. Like, Wait, what are these breakdowns? These are just like emotional Jack, breakdowns. You're, you're, not like... on, you're not on Facebook anymore. <laughs> so you don't see no, them. No, I don't. I never but I do. Them. I really Facebook like a suburban mom who has no friends because sometimes I feel lonely. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like. Yeah, but social, Facebook's an appropriate. Yeah, outlet for that face yes facebook is like my personal friends and like my colleagues granted maybe there are some people i wouldn't want to see my actual personal thoughts but like i'm honest on my facebook like these are the things i really am feeling and i feel a lot of people go through the same shit yeah you know like a lot of the things i complain about a lot of us are going through the same garbage every fucking day so it's like maybe now some people won't feel as alone or feel more open to talking about certain things I mean I definitely get more of a response when I'm having a bad day than when I'm like oh new episode Mm -hmm. this is really an exciting thing for me because we can relate to your shitty day right Mm -hmm. because most people go oh she's promoting something right which is what we all do Mm -hmm. oh I get excited I'm like oh look they're doing something yeah but it even feels better it feels better to the poster to say something honest and it resonates more with the viewers and that's what we were talking about before it's like Instagram is kind of changing now Mm. remember when you were saying you know it used to be all curated everyone's living their best lives but now they're saying this is the real post. Social media, like you see influencers, you know, well, I my day to day isn't great. It's not. See, I just I think, think that's now they're scheme. trying to. I think that's yeah. the other scheme. Let yeah. me go fake genuine. Yeah. Oh, look at yeah. me. Look at me. I also have, have tiger cellular. stripes. Yeah. And yeah. then you're like, ah, oh. and then it's a bigger circle jerk. They realized instead of being, oh my God, gorgeous to, oh my, oh my God, God, you're so brave and powerful. <laughs> exactly. It went from yeah, yeah, beauty. Yeah. Now, like, look, they're complimenting my, my soul like my whole being yeah which i'm sure a lot of them are genuine and i'm glad that they are dispelling some of the you know beauty rumors Mm -hmm. but there has to be you know anytime we're all guilty of it to be like oh let me put up my raw self because you know that everyone's gonna jerk you off yeah somebody said that they found more comfort from followers than from actual friends yeah it's weird Um, well it depends i mean obviously like the internet like we were saying can be great especially Mm -hmm. for marginalized groups like yeah People, LGBT, LGBT people, yeah. people who got people who have STDs and aren't comfortable mm-hmm. talking about it. Like, do you think it's as? I mean, for the amount of community those those people have, there's so much hate that it's hard to ignore too, right? Yeah. Like sometimes, like I don't miss Twitter. Like if you ask, like I miss being able to use it mm-hmm. and put my thoughts down or whatever. But I really don't miss Twitter because it yeah. was literally just like 
trolling almost became like a, a cool thing now. And you don't know how it's going to affect someone, right? Right, for sure. Um, so did you, do you think you got more into it because you were like, oh, this is working, like re the nightlife stuff, this is working from a social media perspective or like you were like, oh, this is fun for fucking. I thought, and I still think of it, um, so there was a moment in my career when I was taking party photos mm-hmm. and it was fun. It was me going around capturing these raw moments because what I experienced from nightlife photography and why I set out to like, okay, let's build this site is two dudes standing at a table holding their bottle of vodka, three girls posing, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And I was like, but this isn't your night. Your night's way more raw than that. So I set out to kind of be the guy that's like a fly in the wall. I'm going to come in to shoot, yeah. shoot some photos. Whether you're passed out, you're having the time of your life, you're doing blow in the corner. Like it was raw. And that's what appealed to me because it was really good people watching. And aspirational and then, too. I don't know if it was aspirational. No? I thought it was more. So real. I thought it was so human. And it was, it was real. Like, and it was kind of human. Like yeah. we're all like I'd have photos where it's like John Legend and Chrissy Teigen at a table. And there's another group of like just dumb 21 year olds. And you're like, we're all in the same place. Yeah. It's very like. Yeah. It, and when you get drunk, these celebrities become more human. It's almost because, like democratic. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. very, yeah. it's very democratic. And so I remember the exact moment: chick took her tits out, and I took the photo. Mm. And I sat there for two days on these photos, and I was like, "What am I going to do with them? Like, I don't know if I want my site to go in that direction." Yeah. Because before it was just people having fun, and then I was like, "You know what? I my job is, I'll just make this the rule to tell the truth." And this happened, mm-hmm. and I'm just posting it. And then after that, it was kind of fell into that 15 seconds of fame or 15 minutes of fame, girls would just start running up and being like, I want to show you my tits because all of a sudden it's 100,000 eyes yeah, on my page looking at it's it. It's more clout for them yeah. social media yeah. wise. And it was just like, and that's where it kind of like developed into this more hyper-sexualized brand. But to me, it was still about documenting mm-hmm. everything because I still love doing corporate work. I still loved going to like, shooting celeb birthday parties but then i also liked stepping into a new york city nightclub and being like yo this is what what it was like it yeah. was just raw death as but nowadays it's you know back then no one sat on their phones now everyone's just you know everyone wants to post something on their story about how much fun they're having and then they put their phone away and then just stand there like losers totally. <laughs> like and because nightclubs are exclusive and yeah. they only like to let in a certain type of people and you put too many of the same person in a room yeah it's not exactly interesting so boring you know what i mean yeah. you want a time- table of thugs you want a table of gay guys you want a table of like asians you want a table of just white girls so then they all come together everyone's having a fun time and everybody no one fucks. is the same yeah and everybody fucks and you get fucking intelligent gorgeous people exactly because the best people look at jews best. we are not the prettiest to look at because, because Wamo, we're inbred because we're fucking inbred wow <laughs> are you guys like really jews though i mean yeah we're, I we're cling, fully jewish but we're not like religious like how jewish reformed i don't know see like i've never been bar mitzvahed Okay, so we, we were bat mitzvahed. mitzvahed. Yeah. No, my parents were really Jewish. They didn't want to spend the money. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like. Well, we're from like Russia, where religion was kind of like not looked good upon, and yeah, especially yeah. being a Jew. Were you like an early immigrant? I was six years old, okay. so like I never had an accent. Okay. It was just like I had the weird name, and they were like, okay. "That kid's weird." That's it. <laughs> yeah, um, that's weird. And I like, uh, I was, I felt outcast because my parents 
were not Americanized. Mm -hmm. So like as a young boy in America, I didn't have sports. Right. Uh, because my dad never grew up watching NBA basketball, whatever it is. And no your dad fresh. didn't speak English, right? When you they first didn't. Came. So they learned yeah. it all and they had to go to work. So there was no like playing catch with my dad in the backyard or my dad didn't grow up in the culture of let's go to a Yankees game. So I had, I was completely left out of the group of dudes who knew everything about sports or had any sort of sports. Mm-hmm. No, cause mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't have music because all we had was Russian music. So what am I going to fucking chime in? So it's like, <laughs> no, I was Russian kind music. of like, I kind of had to find like my own little group of weirdos. And the one thing that I fell in love with in that moment was stand up. Right. Yeah. Cause to me, they were like a modern day philosophers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Very high. Very high. <laughs> Very high. Can we order Outback Steakhouse? Oh, yeah, we I should. I just Outback Steakhouse on Postmates. Yeah, we're definitely going to order so much Outback Steakhouse and eat it on Charlotte's bed. <laughs> you're obsessed with my bed. I'm obsessed with her bed. I just had the best sleep of my life before we recorded this podcast. Um, literally, my first... She slept non- over and fell asleep so quickly. My I was first so alone. non-nightmare... <laughs> night sleep in the longest time my first non-sweaty night sleep i don't think i moved was i like the best sleeping partner in the world a rock a rock and growing up we never liked sleeping together so i wanted to give all the credit to um the mattress it is the best mattress in the world it's a helix it's It's amazing um yeah and charlotte how long have you had it Probably like two years now. Yeah. And like this was the first time that I actually like cozied on down yeah. and like just fell asleep and died. And I was like, we should partner with them because they're amazing. So now we have a promo code for you guys. Um, you can go to helixsleep.com slash how come C-U-M, you know, spelled the way we do it. Um, take their two minute sleep quiz and they'll match you with a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. So literally you take this quiz and it tells you what your perfect mattress is based on your body type and sleep preferences. So I had to put in like five, two and like fluctuates between, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's out back. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like they even make mattresses for couples. So like they were like, who is this mattress for? And I was like me. And it, but, it, <laughs> but it was like Remy and someone else. So I was like, yeah, Ben. So you put in like his height and his weight and all that stuff. And like if you get sweaty or not when you sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Like these cool shit. It's not just if you like, um, like firm or soft, but it's also like, how sweaty do you get? Or and cold? I get really, I've gotten, my mattress sucks ass. I'm so excited to get my Helix. I know. <laughs> this is so crazy. Um, but yeah, so they have a 10 year warranty and you can try your mattress for a hundred nights risk-free, which is amazing. And then they'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched a Helix unboxing video, but that is oddly satisfying for right? my OCD. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Or like whatever it is that I like. I like those videos that are like, if you I high. I was going to say the ASMR, but yeah. visual. Visual. Yeah. Like, cause um, it's not like a mattress that is delivered normally. It like comes up really rolled up and like scrunched and then you unroll it and it like rises like a little cinnamon roll it's so sick it's so (laughs) sick so right now helix is offering up to 125 dollars off of all mattress orders and if you want to get that go to helixsleep.com slash how come yeah again that's helixsleep.com slash how come for up to 125 dollars off your mattress order um and then write to me and tell me how much you love it because i know that you will i know everyone who comes Never mind. That just sounds like I have a lot of people in my bed. Yeah, right. I was going to say, everyone who comes into my bed comments on my mattress. <laughs> yeah. You Anyone who has, you know, whatever. Friends sleep whatever. over. Friends sleep over all sure the time. Sure the fuck. You- <laughs> <laughs>
we do laugh. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so good. Kirill. <laughs> I have a question for you. Let's okay. Go. So your parents were very Russian. Does that mean that they were open or closed about sex? Like So very open when it came up. Okay. It never came up. Um, my dad gave me condoms when I went to study at like Parsons for a summer class. Like I That's was like 16. What about wanking? Like what about? No, they don't talk about it. None of it. None. <laughs> when did you start wanking? I jerked off for the first time. I think I was like 13 or 14. I did it in their shower because I didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it was fine. But you had an idea that something was going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And this was like. You set it up sexy. You're like, yeah. I'm going to use the big shower. I'm going to use mom and dad's shower. Yeah. <laughs> no, because we had the tub. They had like the nice stand up full uh-huh. tile. My dad. Guys the, love with a bench, in the which you're like, I know they fucked on that oh, bench. Oh, yeah. Because well, they're, they they're, they're not old enough to sit. No one sits in the shower. It's disgusting. It is. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> cold tile, that cold tile seat is for fucking. Yeah. yeah. You're like at a water That's park. It. It's disgusting. But there's nothing like killing the mood on one of those seats. Oh. So you romanced yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I just jerked off in the shower, and I was like, okay, that's not that bad. Did you know about it before? I don't know. know? I don't remember. I've killed a lot of my brain cells and a lot of my memories, but I I don't really know what my thinking was. But I know that I enjoyed it, Mm -hmm. and I did it all the time. I don't remember (laughs) how soon I switched out of the shower into like a, a, a bed or a couch scenario. Yeah. But don't forget, it was strictly imagination small amount of in, like uh um, memory not even memory just like like any way input because like there was nothing on tv there's not exactly. porn there was no, there's one, no porn. Like, <laughs> there was internet but it wasn't even like a thing like how you know, old are you again i'm 34 so if i'm jerking off at 14 let's yeah. just say 13 14 like we had like a gateway 2000 computer that like there was no internet yeah yeah uh, all we had was like like solitaire and like oregon trail uh, Great game. So the first thing I used to jerk, I used to jerk off to Weird a tape. <laughs> oh, from "Don't Be a Menace" to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood, which is a great movie. What? You've never seen it? The no. Wayans Brothers. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a menace to South Central while drinking no, your juice in the hood. The There's Wayans a Brothers. scene in it where they're having sex, and she's just like a hot black chick mm-hmm. with big titties in a bra, and I would just jerk off to that. Nice fact. And then the Fiona <laughs> Apple. Um, Criminal. Criminal. Yeah. That so was the American, good. original American Apparel ad. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. This is like, <laughs> this, like the smuttiest thing ever. See, I used to download shit on Kazaa and I would oh, download yeah. Warren's Cherry Pie and I thought that was so the hot. fucking hottest so hot. video ever. Yeah, for sure. So when was the first time you had sex? I, I have a high school girlfriend. Mm. It was in my parents' basement. She was a little husky little ginger girl. Aww. Why is that all? Why is that sad? Because she's ginger. No, I'm saying it's so cute. It's cute. Yeah. Husky first time. And I'm also thinking about the first woman you masturbated to versus this. Like you have a really wide range of women that you're into. Yeah. Well, you know, when you get rid of standards and you're just, (laughs) the world is your oyster, right? You could just, you know. No, but I love knowing a guy has fucked a lot of women who don't look like me. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, cause otherwise if he's fucked, like I have an ex who literally all of us look identical, identical. Ugh, that's, that's and then you're just oh, comparing like yourself. You're like, you're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're trying to get like an archetype of the perfect one. You want to step no, basically wife, he's like, like, he's yeah. like, the look weird. is good. I'm just trying to find the personality. Yeah. Like he's like, or, right, no. or one who can put up with him. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah. Um, Anywho, <laughs> enough about him. Jax, when was your first time coming? Oh my God. I don't even know. I was like a very 
what my family considered bad kid. You had sex a lot, huh? Uh, no, I would just hump everything. Like I <laughs> con- continuously humped everything. I have a memory. I might have been getting molested. I don't even know. No. It's like it's like one of those like one of those like weird memories that you're like I don't remember why I was there or what was happening exactly, but it was in uh, like a flower shop. And it was my parents' friends, and I was with their daughter, who was my age. And she was like, yeah, like, you do this. And she was, like, teaching me how to masturbate. Mm. But she was five. So that means that... How old were you? Some five. Oh. Does it, is it really real, though, at five? Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, someone also, when I was five... You can come at five? Uh, oh, yeah, no, some people. Well, I don't know if I was coming. Wendy or, Starling Wendy, fabulously said on episode one, toddlers have clits, too. They do. <laughs> yeah. They do. Really? I, would, I, I think I would stop doing it before it would happen because it was a lot. Like, yeah. it registered in my head as, like, pain almost. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? So I was like, ah, no, no, I'm good. Yeah. Like, so I feel like I just did that for a really long time. But I would rub on corn of beds couches mm-hmm. the um the what is that the armrest on the couch oh yeah five yeah i'd go underneath the bed and hide because they were like don't touch your pee pee and i was like <laughs> i'm gonna do it because i think i was doing it at school <laughs> do it and, do well, it just you say i'm know, gonna do it I'm gonna, the more you say it the more i'm gonna Wait, do it grandma girls <laughs> have pee pee too pee pee oh yeah oh, yeah man, i thought that was i thought you guys had your own word i call that no. puff, puffy yeah. <laughs> puffy like puffy Thank you. Yeah, that's like that's like how Mike Tyson would say "pussy." Puffy. Puffy. Give me a kiss. Puffy. Give me a kiss on my puppy. On my puffy. What is it? Puffy. Puffy. Um, but so when he's when shook right no, because because that's I love I love the 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 almost the beauty of the hypocrisy in comedy sometimes because it's like we're literally making fun of a guy with a speech impediment yeah. like in any situation can that's just as bad he's as a con- massive man who's bitten ears off of yeah, people he's he's murderer. Murderer. yeah but he he's got a man he's got a murderer with a speech impediment that's not an excuse violence is not the answer Wait, he he's a mental murdered. illness it's a mental Most illness like all right, all right. That's what we're yeah. yeah oh yeah i was talking okay, about right. rubbing my five-year-old genitals my yeah. genitals on everything. I don't know. I did that. And then I got in trouble. Yeah, I feel like I was like doing it other places. But w- now I'm realizing. So like I've been to therapy and mm-hmm. they say that that's like a child's first comfort technique is like touching themselves. Well, like, it's a it's a massively good thing yes. for wellness. Yes. You yes. know, like to de-stress and stuff. Like totally. it's a natural yeah, thing. I mean, it's like one of those things like my parents would fight all the time. And then like I... I feel like I was doing it as like a comfort thing because like when I was like locked in my room with no TV because I didn't have a TV at the time. Yeah. It's like, what am I going to do? I'm here. I'm yeah. sitting, laying here. I'm fucking bored. I got well, nothing but this here giny. Yeah, this is relaxing. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is a relaxing thing now. Uh, I uh, My, my family is very conservative. Like my mom, we did, uh, sex was not a thing we spoke about. Um, yeah. It was, she, my mom, very strict. Like we like I, it was don't do it like they tucked me they would tuck me into bed so like they would tuck my body in and then put my arms on top of the blankets no way and i make, mean so- it, like i can't move i always got back in there yeah, yeah. <laughs> plus my arms got cold you know <laughs> but um yeah it was like one of those things i felt so much shame with sex up until like my mid-20s i mean also you mentioned you were molested at a pretty young age yeah yeah, like, I, I don't know if I like. I mean, like, I had my dad had like boundary issues. Yeah, I, I'm still uncomfortable with calling it molestation because, like, I don't know. I don't know. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But like, he he would like 
you know, say inappropriate things to me mm-hmm. in private that I was like, this is weird. You yeah. know what I mean? You have that gut feeling. Of yeah. yeah. It's just a great way to refer to a rapist as a guy with boundary issues. Boundary issues. Like, no, that guy's got boundary yeah, issues. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah. 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 That Bill Cosby with his boundary issues. It wasn't any, like, yeah. any like, t- touching stuff like that. Like, he was the type of person who would, like, just do it just like, in the kitchen leg. and be like, chub, chub, and, like, touch your butt. And then, like, it got to the oh, point that's where... Creepy. Like, I was like, I don't want to kiss you on the lips, and I don't want you to, yeah. to like, touching my boobs. Like, you can't yeah. grab my boobs. No. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty inappropriate. inappropriate. But he would never, yeah. it was never in a, like, a, like a sexual, like, uh, way. It was always in a, like, he would be laughing while he did it Yeah, type but in of his way. head it could be sexual. But you that's what I'm saying. But that, writing it So off. that's one of those things where it's like, once you tell them this behavior makes me uncomfortable, because some people really do grow up in families with no boundaries like that, yeah. and I've seen it, and it's not creepy. But, but once once you, once you say creepy. I'm yes. uncomfortable, that's yes. when it should say, "Oh shit, okay, yes. we're so sorry. Yeah. We didn't know your boundaries are different than ours." Right. And you step and you the stop. fuck back. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but usually as stop, a kid, it's the parent. Your parents that, should know better. Well, no, your parents kind of are like don't treat you as a real person, mm-hmm. right? You'd eat dinner, be like, "My parents are like, all right, all the kids go to the basement, go play, like get out of here." Mm-hmm. Like you, you had no voice growing up, so when you say, "Hey, I'm uncomfortable as a child," most parents would be like, "Dude, like." Yeah. They don't take like an abusive parent probably won't be like, oh, that's a thanks for your input. Like, would you ever say anything to your mom about it? Or, I did. Or other, well, I did. Yeah. Yeah. And like and I like even things where he would just like walk into my room while I was changing. And when I see that he's doing it with my stepsister also, like she's 14 now. And last year we got in a huge fight in Florida because he wouldn't stop kissing her on the lips and mm-hmm. it was making her uncomfortable. And she had voiced it and she even said something to me. Like, if you're going to come to me privately and she's like, don't say anything. Cause like he threatens her right? and he intimidates her. He's a very scary person. And you feel he, in danger. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, he has like, even when I was a kid, he had the type of temper where he'd put our lives in danger, like in the car, driving on the wrong side of the road on the highway with cars coming towards that. Is this guy biological or step? Uh, this, no, this is my biological okay. father. And my brother's a lot like him, too, in terms of, like, the temper and, like, mm. irrational. It's really scary. Yeah, it's really yeah. actually scary. And he's total narcissist, like, you know, and he always just kind of was like, I'm the man in charge. Like, yeah. very, like, authoritative. So we always just thought it was control issues. But who the fuck even knows? I, yeah. At this point, it's like, I will, I will keep on the safe side than the sorry side. Of I will course. look at it in a way where it's like, he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. and not, um, Oh, well maybe he just is, this is like a byproduct of the type of person he is. Like, right. Yeah. You first and foremost, like have to protect yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my sister. Like, and that's but it's the thing. also a hard thing to look yeah. at like a biological father and be like, they want the, they don't want the best for me. Right. So it's like, kind of so like hard you make to more not excuses for family it. and especially yeah. the, his spouse mm-hmm. might want to believe you all she wants, but she's like, I sleep in bed with this guy. Yeah. I mm-hmm. want, this I'm is thinking, on me if right. I have such yeah, a so You start questioning so a lot of, yourself. You start I mean, kind of being like, all right, maybe they're exaggerating. You yeah. know, kids will be, ki- you know, yeah. like, and that's where a lot of it goes unchecked. Yeah. Well, Definitely. I hope she goes to college because she's 14 now. This is a few more years, so. But at least she has somebody that you like you that she could open up to. Like yeah, you had to yeah. keep it all bottled up and stuff. And I'm sure it like took a toll on you mentally. I think it did. I think a lot of it didn't process till I got older because even just with abuse and trauma in general, like I had a very traumatic childhood, a very sad childhood. So a lot of that I feel like my brain suppressed so I can survive just yeah. you know get, go to work live every day so it's like my brain suppress it but as I get older and as I become I think a more comfortable in my skin type person yeah now 
certain things are kind of registering in my head because I feel like I'm finally ready and capable yeah. to process and deal with certain things like yeah. I wasn't before. Are you realizing certain things that you as a child where you were like just overlooked and now you look back, you're like, oh shit, that was really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, ton, yeah. Like, tons. Like, it's kind of like watching The Simpsons yeah. now, right? Where yeah, you were like, oh shit, look at all those jokes I missed as a kid. It reminds me less of The Simpsons than it reminds me of, I just watched the um, Leaving Neverland documentary about Michael Jackson assaulting oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, children. Fully. And it's so crazy that like, I mean, not crazy, but it just reminds me like what Jax is saying about like, oh, I'm realizing stuff is like maybe abuse yeah. now. Like you don't know shit when you're younger. Like you Definitely. only know what yeah. adults tell you. Like Michael Jackson was telling them, oh, if we're, french kissing and you're sucking on my nipples and like it's horrifying like, this stuff. is love this is love yeah yeah and then like they think oh well he helped me in my career or, like this person's my dad like i don't want to mm-hmm. think that this person who's helped me so much and so intertwined with my life like would want to hurt me but like yeah and they people do they're in their 40s now like yeah and they're just coming to terms with it yeah and like um the guy wade mm-hmm. was robson saying, robson yeah how he didn't even think about it really until jimmy did until jimmy came out yeah. with his testimony yeah and like a lot of people are like well why did they testify against or for michael jackson so many times it's like they were children they were kid yeah and they like how much shit do we all believe that our parents tell us but let also alone something like so would you be so embarrassed yeah like, of course especially for men yeah like, it's so hard yeah. to come forward yeah and they felt like family like you yeah. don't want to embarrass your family or bite the hand yeah. that feeds and like it's just really and scary for really scary and tough for people who are going through any type of abuse as children if it's sexual if it's um physical yeah Mm -hmm. emotional um so we looked into some charities for kids who are going through stuff now um char yeah a lot of people know rain which is great um it's spelled (laughs) r-a-i-n-n um it's the nation's largest anti-sexual violence organization but there are also a lot of other great ones um, yeah like the Safe Alliance, the Women's and Children's Alliance, the Sexual Assault mm-hmm. Center, so many more um, that are doing really amazing work. And if you do have any questions about a charity or want to donate to one, work with one, you can use charitynavigator.org. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you can make sure a nonprofit is actually like legitimate and trusted rather than sketchy and putting money back where they shouldn't. Yeah, and it kind of reminds me of like, you know, surviving R. Kelly. Yeah. They both just reopened like a critical national conversation about child sex abuse. Totally. Um, it's crazy. Anyway. Yeah. You should donate. Yeah. yeah. Volunteer. Donate and volunteer. Speak up because this shit happens and yeah, you're not alone. Yeah, this shit happens and you're not alone and it sucks, but you can help other people. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Speaking out. Also, if you're one of those people who are like, I love mm-hmm. MJ, there's no chance he did it. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he did, did it. it. There's, there's no point. Yeah. Okay. He a, did it. he did it. He did it. Try to watch the documentary. Mm-hmm. Just try. I fucking love his music and he did it. You know I what? love he did him. It. Yeah, and he did it. I don't love him anymore, but he did it. You gotta admit that. And you know what? There's no, my biggest thing is there's no harm in being fucking supportive to people mm-hmm. who have just gone through a hard time. Literally. Plus, Every, he's dead. And also, support the living ones. Right, and they're Jesus. like, these two men are liars. Why would anyone want to lie about that? Totally. And if you it's think it's so a money hard. thing, there's literally, they can't get any money out of it. It's a moot point. They're doing it now because they're trying to raise awareness about well, this shit. Well, it's interesting how yeah. like, intertwined how we feel about other people mm-hmm. is just because of our own self-esteem. And so yeah. like you were saying you get older, you're more comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. So you look back on that like, I shouldn't have been okay with this right. or whatever that is. Right. And it's cool to see like probably 
for you just how much you've grown since yeah. then. Yeah. Yeah, because like uh, I was pretty much called worthless every day growing up by my mom and also my father he really wasn't around but when he was it was like you are an annoyance in my way Mm. like it was that type of thing so I had no self-worth at all until I'm gonna be 30 so like I'm I'm 30 so like until 30 I had none and honestly like Kirill like I'll bring it back to like your parties and stuff like things like that so I was a woman who had no control of my life Mm -hmm. I was always abused and controlled and told what to do and then going to something crazy like that made me feel like I am in control of this and I can do whatever the fuck I want to do yeah and which is why I kind of get where these girls are thought processes are coming from it might be harder for someone who doesn't come from that thought process to understand but it's like yeah yes this can be helpful i was gonna say that's kind of like you started strip was didn't did you mm -hmm. start stripping before his parties or was that like kind of the same time time? well actually maybe a little bit before no yeah before and was that to kind of take your power back or like because you had no other options um so i about the money this is uh, maybe this is another episode for another day, but I'll give you the very short of it. I had this controlling boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. I worked for him first. He had an e-commerce company and he convinced me to drop out of graphic design college and work for him full time. He was paying me pretty well. So I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. So at this time, we're not dating. And then about a year later, we started to date and he wa- he controlled my life like he controlled it completely like he would not let me out with my friends Mm -hmm. I wasn't allowed to do anything um I just was living for him so yeah so basically um you know the whole fire festival thing right oh yeah my friend produced that uh the Netflix doc okay so this guy is exactly like Billy McFarland with the mm. with the fake companies and the scams and mm. fucking his friends over mm-hmm. M- me like he charged up my credit cards he ruined his friend's life I like I shouldn't even be talking about this probably but I don't really fucking care like he did wire fraud all this crazy shit he yeah. tried to scam me with another music festival saying oh, that okay. it's in Area 51 and they're gonna shoot Lady Gaga into space and she's <laughs> gonna perform so whatever so he fucked up my finances he held my portfolio hostage for four years of work mm-hmm. like that's crazy i won awards for an app we designed which was a, a person-to-person small loan app yeah. similar to venmo and this was 2008 called Jeez. payback yeah i designed a fucking app he took everything like literally took everything that i worked for took credit for all products i designed for his company like mm-hmm. he destroyed me financially so when i came to new york i couldn't get jobs I couldn't get work. I had no portfolio, no proof I did anything. I was just like, yeah, I am 22 years old and I did this and I designed an app and they're all looking at me like, you look like you're 16. Mm-hmm. You have pink hair. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They're like, this bitch is fucking lying. She's crazy. So that's what I dealt with and I had bills. So I was like, fuck this. I went on Craigslist. I found a cocktail waitressing job in a strip club mm. and I made dick. I made nothing. And then I saw this girl. So it was like a two-level strip club. Mm -hmm. And I saw this girl. She was twerking in the fucking middle. Like there was like a foyer section. Yeah, yeah, And she was twerking on the ground. And someone poured a bucket of money on her. Bucket. And then another bucket came. And then another bucket came. And this bitch is twerking in a sea of money. I was like, I want to be that girl. Yeah. And I did. The next day, I fucking started dancing and I started making money. And I, yeah, I felt like I took back my life. Like, yeah. there's no one telling me what to do. I have financial freedom now. And I felt free. That guy's going to jail one day. Well, it's oh, interesting. Yeah. I feel like this is like, 
all of these documentaries, American Meme, Fire Festival documentaries, mm-hmm. it's all this big like look. Social media isn't fucking real. It's a, it's a whole facade. There are some people who are very, very good at it. Mm-hmm. But like we were saying, Fuck Jerry is a huge marketing company. They were a huge meme account. They were hired to do the Fire Festival. They produced the Netflix documentary with my friend, like because they didn't even realize that he didn't have anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. When someone's cutting you a giant check, yeah. I don't fact check anything. Someone's like, "Yo, you want a hundred grand to tell people that you're going to go to this festival and then you get to go for free?" Yeah. What am I going to ask to see your books? I'm like, yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> right? The check like, cleared. I'm there. Exactly. Like, exactly. And the, the wrong people got blamed for that. Totally. Like, they're like, "Oh, like Kendall Jenner, like she should have been like, I'm not responsible. Right. Not like if right. you get fucking cancer from Biore, are you going to sue Jennifer Aniston?" for being in the commercial like as long as she writes sponsored it should be like you shouldn't have to write sponsored if you're dumb enough to it's 2019 if you can't tell the difference between who makes it but most people but they can't yeah but then like dude natural selection people are very easily tricked (laughs) i know but you know you think it's it's darwinism i think it has to like dude you have to know i'm more interested in the poster than the people receiving it sometimes like like you're saying with fire and all that, like Billy McFarland, right? Like, what was his end game almost? Like oh, just no, it's the, the end game like, is you're constantly like, I'll just deal with that tomorrow. Yeah. I'll deal with the next thing tomorrow. Yeah. It'll work itself out. Like, yeah. it's those people that are just like, Did let's you just feel keep. I know a lot when you were like posting like in the height of the parties, like, were you nervous? All like, I mean, American meme makes it look like to... you're fucking depressed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. To, the, the analogy is like, here's the problem, right? Mm-hmm. In the same way that you have to write hashtag ad for the general population because mm-hmm. they might not comprehend it. Like, it's the same way where I say I want to kill myself, right? In the same way that when you're hungry, you say you're starving. Yeah. Like, I'm, we've all been in a situation where, like, oh my God, I just want to be dead. Yeah. Especially when yeah. you're hungover or you have to get on a plane <laughs> or you got to go to someone's house that you don't want. Like, you made plans, <laughs> you're in bed, you're like, fucking kill me. Uh, That's, nanny wants to hang you out. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, you just say that shit. And whatever it was edited to make it look like, it my inbox, it it literally like I, I posted today, it went from ass tits to I can't wait to party with you to the Kirillic suicide watch. Like people email me I can read emails. I had a text <laughs> yesterday from a girl at midnight who's like, I've met you in your twenties and I'm just like looking out for you. I just watched a documentary. I'm yeah. like I'm like, okay, like that's very nice. Yeah. Thank you. That's, nice that's really have. sweet. Yeah. It's cool. It beats hate mail, even yeah. though hate mail is hilarious. Um but you kind of see that, like, like people still kind of, like, believe everything that's put in yeah. front of them. Like, right. without realizing, yeah. like, right. that's a, like, that was that's, a pro- that's a product. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, like, do you know what's honest? The documentaries we watched when we were in fifth grade, when they were boring yeah. and asleep. <laughs> right. Because you were like, this is the real life. This is horrible. Exactly. Yeah. Why are the documentaries so there good are these no days? Bells and whistles. Because they're fucking movies still. Right. Like, this make, that one, like, American Mean made me cry, but also feel much better because I was like, oh my God, just to know that they're so tortured about yeah. how many likes they get a day, that yeah. makes me mm-hmm. feel better. And it's, but it's, it, 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 and it's also like I freak out about it in the same way that I'm also like, why do I even care? Have you like, found like a healthier way to deal with it? Um, no, the <laughs> social media. But to me, it's just uh, in the same way that do you do, you do stand up or no? No, you do right. I you do, guys do. Yeah. It's your stage. As uh, this is my little corner of the internet. It's my little area where I can talk about whatever I want to talk about, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And there's no real pressure. And I've always said that like if it flops cool i'll delete it if it kills great but there's no 
there's no real damage that can be yeah, done right. to my brand or anyone's brand. Like we all know, like if you make a shitty joke, cool, gone, goodbye. It's the yeah. internet; people forgot about it. Yeah. But if you, that's why I'm always like, dude, I'll I'll, I'll post a lot yeah. Yeah. because I'm like, this is what I'm feeling. I want to get this out there. I don't, like I don't care if a thousand people hate it. Three people like it. That's three new fans. Mm-hmm. That's three new people that yeah. care yeah. about like that's a good continuing the relationship. Yeah. I feel the same. Like I don't like I love losing followers, and you I know do? that sounds douchey from a guy that's built a lot, but like I love it because it's like it's getting rid of the fat. It's like gonna, I don't right, need right. you there. The people that are going to support the most yeah. stuff, but at the same it's time, more quality than quantity now. Yes. Mm-hmm. It and is. It's all about so quality. So I guess that's the pendulum's going the other way. Right. But my right, thing right. with social too is like I feel like ever since like the news feed, mm-hmm. like in Facebook, we've been very like performative yeah. and like kind of like making ourselves like not just you. Everybody has a social media mm-hmm. persona. Well, you have to. But but do like. I have so many friends that I'm like, oh, I forget that I like her in person because I hate her social media persona. Yes. Well, because yes. The, the, the template for social media success is like, if it works, keep doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when you see Dan Bilzerian's post, it's guns, cars, tits. Guns, cars, tits. He posts something out of the blue. You're like, I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like all of a sudden you turn on Comedy Central and they're playing drama. You're like, get the shit out of here. Yeah. I want only comedy. So they look at you as like, they put you in a box you're one dimensional like i want only that from you and i don't want to see anything else it's the same way where like john legend can post all his beautiful photos and all the shit and then he makes one political post and people are like shut up and sing yeah Yeah. are lazy the brain is lazy sometimes and you want to be able like literally psychologically you just say oh i get it Mm. and you don't really your brain doesn't care to understand the nuance. And like you were saying, those documentaries were boring as shit because yeah. that's life. Yeah. Yeah. People want to make them shiny and you easy to understand. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I think also with online dating, I noticed like you're vetting these profiles, but they're very curated profiles. Mm-hmm. I've even said like when I have done dating apps, like it would be curated towards the dating app. So on Raya, you're like very yeah. like sexy and cool. On Bumble, you're like, I'm a home girl. You know, <laughs> on Hinge, you're more professional. Like, and then the person on the other end or even you are vetting a, a version of that person that doesn't even really exist yeah mm-hmm. well how many people have you met that are completely opposite from the social media totally. we're like oh my yeah. god this person's so cute and witty and like this girl yeah. has the best bumble profile yeah so silly and then you just fucking talk Can't to them say shit like, in person. You know, because yeah. da- I, I still believe that dating apps killed conversation like yeah back in the day like if i wanted to fuck you i'd have to hit on you at a mm-hmm. bar and actually talk to you and if i couldn't talk to you I wouldn't get laid. Mm. And now it's become like this like buffet, like, no, yes, swipe. Like, you, like you're giving power to these guys that have developed no social skills. Yeah. yeah. So that, but that, you still have then, to get to the you, date. And yeah, but yeah. you wonder. And you can still say no on the date. Yes, but you yeah. can. But the thing is, it inflates their egos mm. so much that because they're like, now I get to choose mm. from the Pick bounty. Yeah. Oh, and, it, and it's like they've learned no skills. I get and then, to reject people and then, from my toilet. And then when they don't get laid, they freak out because they don't know how to handle it. And they call a girl a whore, a bitch, yeah. whatever, yeah. because they've never had a conversation outside of an app and they're they've never faced rejection because the app is all about acceptance right mm. you're swiping to and when you match it's hooray it's not about like oh this girl hates you this girl hates you this <laughs> girl hates you it's yeah. all like oh it's all God. an ego stroke it's should all, be that. yeah it should be how many people said no to you so you could so the other girls could be like all right this guy must be a creep yeah like, but like it's <laughs> the dating the dating side of an app for a guy is all about 
I'm the man. Look how many girls want to fuck me. <laughs> yeah. And it just inflates their ego and it creates this whole like, you know, that's why guys freak out about a Me Too movement because they're like, oh, my God, like they're tackling my masculinity. But like, I'm just, you know, I've been programmed to I get the pick of the litter. Right. Did Slut right. Whisper change your relationships in any way? With like with, with women? women? With intimate women or just women in period? I mean, girlfriends. Yeah. I mean, I've, ne- I've never, having... what happens on Slut Whispers, like I said, is always an extension of me. Like, I've never, like, I'll turn it up, but I've never been disrespectful to any women in my life. Like, you know, I was, A, raised by all women, like my mom, my grandma, my aunts and everything. But, like, it's never really altered my uh, view. Oh, I mean, like, how maybe they view you and, like, because, like, apps are a lie. Like, you're saying they might think they know every, you, but every yeah. girl, well, like these girls you know might what? be the like, he's f- a dick, and you're like, I'm kind of nice. So that's the fucked up, that's where it kind of like, why if I've had any success with women is because it's like, oh, he's an asshole. All right, fine, I'll hang out. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, he's actually just a normal person, mm. and the guard goes down quick, and that's why every every one night stand pretty much I've had has been a three-year relationship. Really? Because I'm that kind of guy where like, I'll meet a girl I like, we'll fuck, and then I'm like, oh, I really fuck with her. She She's already like, oh, he's a nice guy. Like, yeah. he's crazy. And it's one of those things where like, oh, but he's just nice to me. Or like, he's just like, I found him. Or like, I'm changing mm. him. And I've, those, I've literally maybe had six girlfriends my entire life. They think they're I, changing you, but really you're just revealing yourself yeah. to them. And yeah. they're like, oh, I like this little version. Yeah. <laughs> Inside so, the onion. Exactly. At the That's heart of the onion. Friend. That's great. That's like the perfect type of person for a woman who likes to fix her upper. Because he's already... Oh my god, this guy's so yeah. nice! Holy shit, he's an abusive piece of shit. Totally. And how totally. many of those? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I w- I was always saying. I mean, I fucked my boyfriend for a year before we started dating, and and then I was like, what the fuck? Like, you just like got to know my personality, and that's why you like me. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> ew, ew. You're such a loser. <laughs> you're such a loser. Yeah, such a- ew. <laughs> yeah, you kind of go like any girl that fucks me. You're like, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. now I need to start, like, you know, <laughs> like, like that, I don't that, want to be part of a club, club that, that would accept me, me as yeah. one of their members. Exactly. Is that which Mark's brother? Groucho. Yeah, so that's yeah. one of my favorite quotes. It's a great. That's quote. how I relate to my people. Like, oh my god, like, and I'm like, I'm appreciative of every, all the people come to the parties, all the fans, all the people that buy the merch. But it's like, I kind of don't want to be a member. Of any club that would have me as a member. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to ask you something that Haley Baldwin said. What if you woke up tomorrow and you were a nobody? You had no followers. None of that. Could you go back to being yourself? Yeah, I am a nobody. Like, there's no... <laughs> like, like, when people are like, oh my God, you're instant famous. I'm like, you're a loser for even yeah. thinking that. Like, emails would be like, Carol, you're like my hero. I'm like... But if that was gone, if the if the Instagram gone. posts were gone... Dude, I'll go right no back and take... I would love to photos. go take photos. Yeah. I would yeah. love to... I have so many pers- things I would love to do yeah. that... I, it's I mean, you're not, very good at taking it's, look, photos. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Yes, it, everything is an adjustment, right? Yeah. Any shitty relationship sure. you get out of, there's things you miss and things you don't miss, and blah blah blah. But like, I don't know. I think as a quote unquote creative person, you just find the next yeah. thing. Yeah. Like, I don't worry about yeah, you. Yeah, don't. <laughs> there's a I'm just um, a nice Jewish boy. Yeah, so. you're a nice Jewish boy. We bounce back. A mensch. Um, there's a couple that got tattoos, uh, oh God. slut whisper on their butts. Do you think they're still together? Absolutely not. <laughs> Dude, they met. I don't know what they, I, I've only seen part of the documentary. They were together for two weeks when that happened. Oh God. It's and insane. they got and slut like whisper put 20, on us. Yeah. It's, That's hilarious. it's, I need it's, to know if they're still together. Look, <laughs> I can judge them all I want, but I have Outback Steakhouse tattooed on my arm. So it's like, okay, like it's sad that I'm there Outback Steakhouse, but. 
Cool, I guess. You're their blooming onion. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we should end by giving people some positive tips for how you use social media and sure. how to I've make none. it better. <laughs> well, we have some. Okay, let's go. Um, looking at other people's stuff, not so great for you. But looking at your own stuff can actually be nice because then you remember certain things that you did. You go back in time. Look how far I've come. We all have a negative do bias. You, we remember do the bad Do you bad have shit. things that you look at that do – because I do have some accounts – that, that inspire, inspire me. I love if you hide. Yes, you should follow ones that inspire I don't, you. I don't like, Find I don't, ones that um, inspire you. Unfollow things that, that don't make you inspire, feel bad. That make you feel mm-hmm. bad. Mute people that make you feel bad. If you mute. get yeah, mute yeah, you can just people. unfollow them. Like no, I don't want to fucking. Uh, I don't play that no, game. No, because sometimes people unfollow. I agree though. Like, <laughs> I, I unfollow. I'm yeah, so mean. Like, like, I don't want. I don't want. I will delete. I see. I my for my brain. I'll be like, oh my god, what if they know I unfollowed them? And do you know how much of a loser that makes them if they're tracking that? Like if I've had someone text. Like, I can't believe you unfollowed me. I'm like, like I can't believe you, you sent this text I've message. I've been that person. Oh my God, I'm the worst. Okay. Remy. But we're helping you. No, we're helping Remy. you. You're helping me. You're helping so, me. Yeah. Look, I like the guys like Gary V. I think they're 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 not hurting anyone. But their Gary V army is like almost as bad as like Barst. Like all the like it's just the the dick writing of like mm, these dudes that post these spiritual messages. Like Gary V said this. And you're like, let Gary V talk. Like, I don't need you to repopulate this all over yeah. the Yeah. Just purge. It's I like, like food you don't accounts. want to be an online hoarder. Oh, food accounts are so Great. good for the soul. Uh, so uplifting. But also sometimes very Animals. detrimental to me because then I'm hungry oh, all no. the time. Yeah, and I'm good. like, like and I want morning, something like, exotic. Mm. It's the only time I eat. I eat like once a day at like 4 a.m. and I just binge eat and then I go to sleep. Oh, I'm, I'm like an every two hours. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a too, snacker. I'm, snacker. I love snacks. I'm um, a grazer like me. Yeah. yeah. I have Pick. a grazer's Chips. body. I always say if you stand while you're eating, it doesn't count. If you stand, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, if you sit or lay down, same. doesn't count. Same thing doesn't count. If you oh, take I it off someone else's plate, my meals laying down. Me too. Yeah, so you're so huh. thin. Huh. Right? We're all yeah. very thin. We're I feel like your body thin. needs to work harder to push it through because you're horizontal, so you're actually burning more calories. Yeah, yeah. it's also a higher chance of choking <laughs> and dying. It's kind of like a, it's a win-win, really. Yeah. We are all very high. <laughs> we all. Um, other things you can do, you can set limits mm-hmm. on your social media use. Oh yeah. Um, do you I, think it's like that crazy of an addiction? Like, I really do. Like, I know for a fact there's 100%. like some people. Well, what's oh, wrong? There's you put your addictions. wait, wait, wait. You put your phone on grayscale because the um, the little red dot that pops up when you get a notification on um, Facebook does a serotonin rush, so you're like addicted to it. If you put it in grayscale, it makes it a little less of the ah. Oh, oh. I turned mine off. Instagram is the one that makes you most depressed, apparently, because it's showing you most people who are not like you. Um, but you know what makes Instagram depressing is instagram themselves <laughs> yeah. because when they start yeah. fucking with your algorithms mm-hmm. and start fucking with the timeline <laughs> yeah. that fucks with your self-esteem yes. more so yes. than yes. because it's not like it's one thing if i put my shit out there and a lot of people hate it i'll be like at least i put myself yes. out there but if i'm putting myself out there and you're not showing it to yes. anyone that's unkind. that's unfair yes. no, it's yeah. unfair. literally like, i said it to oh. charlotte today she goes look it's 2019 i got 62 likes on a post and i was like it's not you it's the fucking it's algorithm. The algorithm. And, it's, uh, and that's dude, what i've been trying so to like tell people like, it's, they don't get it because why is it that way because they want people to post more because feel we're, that worse when you're not being sold something you're the one being sold if you don't right, have a product right, in front right, of right. you you're the product because it's ads and whatever like when they data they're collecting data that's all it is right oh, like facebook they're like oh it's free like oh my god like you're the product you're right. what they're selling to brands uh, those are my tinfoil theories but like 
Um, no, I get it. And like, it's I'm, true. I'm but the private. algorithm I don't is have a fucking, big following, the other, so they're not really. Dude, even. when I when you sell merch, do you know that like if you put link in bio as a caption, mm-hmm. it makes it go throttles away. Throttles it. Yeah. Because they're like, we don't want you leaving Instagram. I know. Yes. I always spell it in a weird way. I'm like, Lincoln. Lincoln. No, Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln? Just yeah. Lincoln bio. bio. Yes. That's the new way, but they're, I'm like, my followers on. are too stupid. They're going to catch And they'll on. literally be like, what does Lincoln bio mean? I'm like, yeah. Like, oh, they're so dumb. Dude. Another Marx once said, religion is the opiate of the masses. Mm -hmm. So the same way that Instagram followers, you know, the dumbest of them are just following anyone because they're like, this is so much easier than making my own thoughts and Mm -hmm. just curating what I like and what's cool or whatever. I'll just follow somebody else. Same thing. Social media is the new religion. Social media, politics, anyone who just wants to put their brain on hold. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Um, <laughs> yeah, we are done. Um, Charlotte, did you have anything else that you needed? I feel to- like we we covered a lot of topics. A lot, a lot, a lot of lot. topics, guys. I can't wait to eat. I'm a, oh my I god, know. I also so hungry. Eat so much. Can we get food, please? Yes. Um, I just have to ask you, um, as a host of a sexual experience, which this has been, um, and I'm a courteous host. Uh, Kirill, did you finish? <laughs> yes. yes several times amazing Jax did you finish once or twice yeah that's kind of amazing Charlotte did you finish did well, I ha- I should probably ask her permission oh sure for me to finish oh I mean gosh. in this oh my God, day and age that? no we this, brought you this, into this we brought you in oh, okay by all we're invited you know. to this sex party hmm. yeah. you can <laughs> finish wherever you want <laughs> now I'm finished I was concerned because he looked concerned but now I'm finished are you finished almost Jax, will you tell our listeners where they can find you on the internet? Yes. So before I say that, I just want to say that I'm, there's a comedy festival coming called the Bad Bitch Revolution Comedy Fest. Yes. I can't wait to have you, by the way. It's going to be so much fun. Um, it's going to be at the Creek in the Cave. You guys can find the website. It's Bad Bitch. It's B-T-C-H Revolution Fest. Dot com. So bad, B-T-C-H, revolutionfest.com. You can find all the info there. Jax, where can they find you on the internet? Funny Girl Jax, all across the board. Okay, with an you X. You spell that? It's Funny Girl. Your publicist. And me. then uh, <laughs> Jax, which is J-A, and then the letter X, which is a very rare <laughs> letter. Okay, go ahead, Kirill. Kirill <laughs> just go to my Instagram. That's where I post all my parties, Slut Whisper. Um, that's really the only place I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Not on Twitter. Okay, Tumblr's cool. gone. Uh, and then assholes of forever for all the merch. But Very this was cool. fun. I know. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, cool. I'd love to have you guys back. Maybe we can do. I mean, I'll put some extras on Patreon that we couldn't release to the public because you know, because Carilla has a potty we, mouth. Because Carilla has a potty mouth. <laughs> dirty, dirty girl. Um, <laughs> I know we talked about that we shouldn't care about likes and stuff, but you guys, please like us on iTunes. Oh totally please. Care about Rate us, review because we've got so many more listeners than likers. I never push the issue, but if. If one of you guys did it, if all of you did it, it would be sick. And then everybody else would get orgasms. 100%. Remy, you're on, yelling this, at people this, again, Remy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is this sorry. iTunes? Is this on it's iTunes? It's on iTunes. It's on Spotify. Dude, you have to leave a comment on you iTunes. Have you have to leave a, yeah. a review. Leave a comment. To leave a five-star yeah. review and leave a comment because that drives the podcast way higher than listening on SoundCloud you want to be on iTunes. And then yeah, more people yeah. so if you're on orgasms, more people exactly. know about it. Yeah. So leave a comment. Leave yeah. a comment. Yeah. Unless you don't want people to come and like, what kind of asshole are you? <laughs> yeah. Right? What are you, Fucking religious? Asshole. Right? Like, hey. hey. What are you, the Pope? This has been Kirill <laughs> for religion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You guys, you this Pope? has been so much fun. Did you Thank finish? Oh, yes, I finished. Oh, okay, Remy, most importantly. Uh, 
great. Yeah, I was going to say that was very underwhelming, but then you you finished. Is that how you come? (laughs) No, I actually. We want to hear something funny. This is for the end of the episode for everybody who's waited it out. The other day I was fucking, and instead of saying, (laughs) "Oh yeah, that's great," I go, "Oh, that's sick." (laughs) (laughs) And I think I ruined my boyfriend's boners for life. Really? After we fucked, she she's the worst of like, killing the mood like well she'll go to the bathroom and, fuck and she's like oh man i am queefing like a mofo i'm like i'm like dude like yeah. i still Shut have up. your juices all- like stop yeah yeah oh yeah she sounds cool yeah I like her. Oh, ben, I ben her. was like so it's literally like you're like oh bro that feels bro. tight yeah. <laughs> success bro yeah. meet you here Wait, have you ever high-fived after sex i do for oh yeah hell yeah, yeah. Right. but i think that's love yeah, like that's that something you can't high five just teamwork, a stranger. But that's teamwork. That's like yeah. we did this. <laughs> All Let's right, eat. good hustle. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for coming. Let's do a big group high five. Yeah. High five. <laughs> so white. That so bad. Uh, and okay. we'll see you next time on How Come. Bye. 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 Oh, bye. <laughs> Theme song. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. How come? How come? How come I can't achieve? How come I can't achieve? I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm rolling up my sleeves. Oh, baby, I believe these guests can help. Cause I can't do it by myself. I wanna just.